Welcome to the New Christian Podcast, where new Christians and seasoned Christians can get their questions answered. My name is Pastor Jim, and I'll be your host for this podcast. We'll be discussing a lot of different topics, such as how to read your Bible, uh, what it means to be a Christian in the world today, how do we live out our faith, and many other topics. Come and join us as we begin our episode. Greetings, and welcome to this week's new Christian podcast. I want to thank you so much for joining me this week and each week as we discuss these great biblical topics and how we can relate them to our lives. This week, I wanted to give you a little public announcement for this week. I just wanted to let you know that soon we'll be moving to season three. I cannot believe how... um, Blessed it's been to uh, share with you God's Word and what He has to say for us. And uh, we'll be moving into Season 3 on the New Christian Podcast soon, probably after the next episode. Uh, We're in Season 2, Episode 25 next week. This week is Episode 24. Uh, And uh, after Episode 25, we are going to be switching and discussing... Bible subjects, or like a Bible study topic, Uh, and uh, we're going to look at books of the Bible, their stories in the Bible, and learn how these Bible topics and stories can be applied to our lives in today. So, but for this week, let's dive right into our topic this week is resentment being resentful, angry, envious, jealous is maybe another way of saying it. That's going to be today's topic on the New Christian Podcast is resentment. How we should regard these feelings in our own lives and what the Bible has to say about how we should deal with resentment. So as always, let's start with our question. And our question for this week is, what happens when resentment is allowed to remain in our lives? What happens when you allow resentment to remain in your life, resenting something or someone? Well, in Exodus chapter 20, verse 17, it says this, and you're probably going to recognize this chapter because this is the chapter where Uh, Moses gets the Ten Commandments from God. And this is one of the Ten Commandments here. And it says this in verse 17. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male or female servants, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. You see, this resentment can lead to sinful actions in your life. To covet is to wish to have the possessions of others. But it goes beyond simply admiring someone else's possessions or thinking. I'd like to have one of those, quote-unquote. Okay, that's something you might say, oh, I'd like to have one of those. 
So you see, coveting includes envy, envying something. Resentment, resenting or resentment of the fact that others have what you don't. God knows, however, the possessions, that possessions never make anyone happy for very long, right? God knows this. Since only God can supply all our needs, you see, true commitment or com contentment, rather, is found only in God. When you begin to covet, try to determine if a more basic need is leading you to envy something or someone. For example, you may covet someone's success. Not because you want to take away from them their success, but because you would like to feel as appreciated by others as they are. If this is the case, pray that God will help you deal with your resentment and meet your basic needs. Something else here. Something else resentment can lead to is wrongful accusations, wrongful accusations. You see in Judges chapter 8 verse 1 it says this, now the Ephraimites as asked Gideon, why have you treat, treated us like this? Why did, didn't you call us when you went to fight the Midian? And they challenged him vigorously. You see, Ephraim's leaders felt left out because Gideon had not called them to join the battle. They felt ostracized, left out, not thought of, right? But they had been left, but they had left them in place to clean up and escape the escaping Midianites. So Gideon left these Ephraimites back. They felt dejected. They felt uh, that they had been wronged. They resented the fact that they felt as though they weren't good enough. So they angrily confronted Gideon. Gideon assured the leaders of Ephraim that their accomplishments was even greater than the, their own clan. His diplomatic explanation pointed out that this rear guard that they had been assigned had managed to capture the enemy's generals, thus cutting off the leaders from their army. Not every necessary job, now this is my point, not every necessary job is a highly valuable leadership role. Much of the necessary labor of any effective enterprise is considered by many to be dirty work, right? We want to be the leader. We want to be the top dog. We want to feel as though we matter, right? But such work is so vital at the back end of it. To get any big task done, you need those that may be back behind doing the work. Think of it this way. 
Engineers and millionaires may design and finance an elegant building, so beautiful and so elegant, but it's the bricklayers who get the work done. You see, pride, our personal pride, causes us to want that recognition. So let me ask you this question. Are you content to be God's bricklayer? Or do you resent the work God has given you? That's a big question. Are you content being in the background and just doing what is necessary and giving God the glory for that? Or are you resentful for the fact that you're not out, you're not out front getting the accolades and the awards and, and the, the perceived benefits? That's a good question. Resentment can also prevent positive spiritual growth. If you resent something, it can stunt the spiritual growth that you've worked so hard to develop with God. In James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4, it says this. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whichever you, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may mature and complete, not lacking anything. Notice what James says here in the beginning. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters. Then he says this, whenever you face trials of many kinds. That assumption means that whenever you face, he's not saying if you face. He's presupposing that you're going to have trials. You're going to have problems. But he says because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. You see, we, we can't really know the depth of our character until we see how we react under pressure. That's a good statement. We're, we really can't know the depth of our character, how we'll react to a certain situation until we see how we react under pressure. It is easy to be kind to others when everything is going well, but can we still be kind when others are treating us unfairly? Think about that. When everything's all good and you're happy and you're having fun and you're doing things that you enjoy, can we really feel that same way when somebody treats us unfairly? That, that's, a, that's a good question. God wants to make us mature and complete, not to keep us from all pain. That's a good statement. God wants to keep us growing in his faith, maturing and being come complete, not to keep us from our pain. Pain helps guide us and pull us and draw us to Christ. Instead, of resenting our difficulties. We should see them as opportunities for growth.
Thank God for promising to be with you in the rough times. Ask him to help you solve your problems or to give you the strength to endure them. Then be patient. That's the hard part. God will not leave you alone with your problems. He will stay close and help you grow through it. Finally, how do you deal with resentment? That's a good question. Let me ask you that. How do you deal with resentment? Number one, know that God requires forgiveness. Oh my goodness, that's a hard one for some of us. God requires forgiveness. God knew it would not always be possible to live at peace with some people. That's why in Romans chapter 12, verse 18, he says this, if it is possible, but God does require that we forgive others. If it is possible, in Romans chapter, eight, chapter 12, verse 18, but God does require that we forgive others. This is where the rubber meets the road. Our lack of forgiveness is why we choose to hold on to bitterness, letting it ripen and, and tear us apart in, into fully grown resentment. While it looks like we are unable to forgive, sometimes we need to face that we are unwilling to forgive. We have to face that. Number two, understand that we are to forgive because we are forgiven. We've been forgiven, so in turn, we are supposed to forgive others. You can discern a person is trapped when, when they're first, you don't understand what they did to me. Have you heard that before? You, you can discern a person is trapped when their first response is, you don't know what they did to me though. See, that's, that's really what we're saying. They're trapped in that resentment. See, when we may not understand, but Jesus Christ does. He lived a perfect life, but was beaten, mocked, spit on, and hung on a wooden cross to die a cruel death. Yet, John 3.16 says that he loved the world enough to go through this. Sometimes we mistakenly think he died only for us. But when he died, he died for the world, including whoever offended you. Ah, there you go. That's the key. He died even for those who offend you. We are told to forgive others just as Christ forgives us. Do they deserve it? No. Do we deserve it? Again, no. But still, he hung on that cursed tree because of his love for each of us. And thirdly, pray for those you can't forgive. Pray for them. 
God already knows what's going on inside you. He knows your thoughts and he knows how the other person hurt you. He was there. We don't have the capability in ourselves to forgive others, but God can empower us to forgive those who have hurt us. It tells us that, Paul tells us that in Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. When a blank piece of paper, put a blank piece of paper before you, ask God, here's a, this is, this is really great, um, try this. Put a blank piece of paper before you, ask God to bring to mind anyone you need to forgive. If he gives you a name or two or ten, start praying for those on that list. Pray every day until you feel God melt that resentment you've been holding on to. I have found it, it is impossible to be unforgiving toward those I am praying for. It's not easy to start praying for them. It's one of the hardest things I've had to ever do, believe me. But when I make that person an object of prayer, I open the door of my heart a little wider so that God can come in and breathe into my hardened heart, melting the icy resentment that is there. And that's my key, folks. When we feel resentment, we are to rely on God and what he wants to do in us to melt that resentment, causing us to be more gentle, more merciful, more graceful to those that we may have a problem with. You see, God loves the whole world, even those you resent even those you're angry with. God loves them, and we should too. It's not gonna be easy, but with God's help, you can overcome it. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's uh, New Christian Podcast. Uh, as always, please message me if you have any questions. I look forward to hearing from you. And as always, don't forget to share this uh, message uh, to those that are uh, listening on podcasting platforms. You can, you can watch this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcasting platforms. You can also find me uh, every Friday night on Facebook, uh, on my Facebook channel live uh, for the, uh, the Friday Night Insights. And I look forward to uh, hearing you there. You can message me on my Facebook or on my YouTube channel, Preacher Jim C., I look forward to seeing you, and won't you have a blessed week? I want to thank you for joining me on the New Christian Podcast today. And if you have any questions or would like help with anything, uh, feel free to contact me on my anchor.fm uh, dashboard, uh, my Facebook and Twitter. Uh, links, links are there. And you can also reach me if you uh, are on YouTube and you search Preacher Jim C., my YouTube channel will come up and you can message me there. Uh, and I want to thank you for joining us and have a blessed day.